What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Felice and welcome to Real Talk with myself, guys. Now, this is a, this is going to be a short one, but, you know, this is a must-hear message, guys. And so, um, what I'm going to talk about is the number one tool that you can apply in your journey right now, especially at this time right now, um, through this COVID-19 situation, um, to be able to overcome binge eating, right? And, you know, why you need to be careful, especially at this time, that you don't put on a lot of weight, especially going into summer. Now, look, before we get into it, guys, um, what I do ask, all I do ask is that if you can leave a review, um, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, you know, if you can DM me um, or, or if you, you know, if the best thing would be for you guys, just be straight up, if you guys can share this on your stories, if it's valuable, if it's not valuable, then don't bother. You know what I mean? But if I'm adding value to your journey, um, all I ask is that you just kind of share it on your social media platforms, uh, put on your story, Instagram, Facebook stories, whatever you can. Uh, I'll much appreciate it. And of course, tag me, Felicia Delgapa. So look, guys, Sydney, um, they've just put out an announcement today that they're kind of saying it, but it's not a must, for us to be able to wear masks. Okay, Melbourne has gone backwards um, and they've gone back to level four. So it's like complete shutdown again. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I'm not really sure in regards to other states. I know New Zealand's kind of gone back to normal, but you know, everyone, anyone that's listening to this podcast right now, you would have already experienced what it is like to be shut down. Yeah. To literally being told to stay at home other than, you know, going to work, going for a walk or, you know, going, getting the, you know, necessities like groceries. And so, you know, what I've come to realize, especially over that time is that, you know, if you're not too careful, brother, you're not too careful, you're going to put on a lot of weight if you haven't already. Now, one of the biggest struggles that I faced in my journey that didn't allow me to kind of lose weight consistently was this part around binge eating, you know, and you guys probably experienced the same, like when you put on all the weight, like 30, 40 kilos, like food just becomes a part of everything. Food becomes a part of your, your, way, of, your way of life in regards to you just kind of eat everything and anything. And if you're not too careful, you have this emotional attachment. Now, what do I mean by that? Back in 2016, I was trying my best to be able to lose the weight. I would have been over 200 kilos by now. I, w- I had severe sleep apnea. I was falling asleep while I was driving. Um, I even was told that if I didn't lose, like this is one of the biggest eye-opening experiences for me. If I, if I didn't lose the weight, that I'm going to possibly lose my eyesight because I wouldn't sleep properly. Now, for me as a father, I had my two daughters at the time. For me as a father, that's the most ridiculous and stupidest thing to be told, especially, you know, I was like 25, 26 years old. So for me, I was like, man, how did I let myself get to this point? And so obviously I went out there and I tried to look for strategies. And, you know, one of the biggest things I've just been straight up with you was I, I, I avoided, I avoided doing it with other people. Like I, I was like prideful. I was, it was my ego just being straight up, man. It was my ego. I was like, I had people that wanted to help me, but I was like, no, nah, I want to do it alone. I don't know if it's a manly thing. I don't know if it's a Polynesian thing. Maybe it's because I, brought, I was brought up with like, I've got five brothers. You know, my dad's just straight old school. But for me, I was like, I don't want to do it. I just want to do it alone. I don't want to do it with anyone. It's like, if I was to ask for help from anyone else, that it's like, it's weak. It's a weak thing to ask for help. Um, and so, you know, I, 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 what I did is like what most people do, and let, let me know if this is you, but I was doing the journey by myself, but, and I was getting my wife to keep me accountable. Now, when my wife was keeping me accountable, it was good. Right? We sat down there, we planned, you know, you know, we had this list of, of foods that we were going to eat and meals that I was going to eat, and she was going to help prepare the meals and stuff like that. 
And so we got into it. The first week was good, man. You know, built the momentum. momentum. I built, um, you know, I was losing weight within the first week because, you know, my wife was preparing my meals for breakfast. She would make me lunch, you know, come back from work, make me dinner. By the time we got to, to, to the second um, second week, guys, it came to a point where I just started to become a little bit uh, comfortable. And my wife was not as, or let's say, helpful as she was in the first week. And and obviously, you know, because I had my two daughters and she's still her mother. And, you know, she's just like, she's not overweight, guys. Like the reality, she's not overweight. She's not a big girl. And so I was relying on her to be able to help me. Now, for me, it was hard. Like it was hard because every time I would like drive back from work and, you know, I'm tired from when I come back home expecting a meal to be ready. Like, it just wasn't there. It wasn't ready. And so I used to get mad at my wife. I used to get arguments with her because then I ended up eating crap. I could, just couldn't control it. Then, you know, first of all, I'll get mad because she didn't cook. And then on top of that, I'll get frustrated. And then food became that comfort for me. And so I went to food and food just like became where I just kept eating and eating. And I felt good. I felt good for that little moment. And then after that, like a couple of minutes later, when I actually realized what I've just done and how many calories I've just eaten and how much food I've just eaten, I felt shitty and crappy about myself. And what I used to do, guys, is I used to blame it on my wife that I was eating like this. I was like, you didn't help me out. You, and, and what I came to realize, it was such a selfish thing to do. And what I came to realize that, you know, I just struggled to make the right choices, guys. Like for me, when I was angry at that time because she didn't make the, the food, I sometimes I would even like drive off and go to KFC, buy like a snack pack, or not a snack pack, buy like a, you know, one of those big meals. And then come back and buy wicker wings and chips, come back and eat it, and just because I'm so angry, and I'll come back home and then I'll settle down and I'm like, police, why the heck did you do that? Why the heck did you do that? And what I came to realize it was a common pattern in my life in, in me gaining all this weight that food became that that relief. Food became relief to stress, food became relief when I was happy. You know, when it was happy times, you know, Christmas, you know, it's like weight loss goals at the door. And so what I came to realize, like, with me, I had a big problem around food. And I had this binging. It was like I had this addiction. It's like an addiction, guys. Addiction, the same addiction that people have to alcohol, to drugs. I had that addiction. Because I knew that I, knew that I shouldn't be eating, yet I still made the choice to eat it. Like, I don't know if you guys have experienced, like, you, as you're eating food that you shouldn't be eating, or you're, you're eating over one or two plates, you're eating more than what you should be eating, the portion-wise. It's like, as you're eating, you, there's a little voice inside your head, like, hey, that's enough. That's all. And then I feel you're like, nah, 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 I'll, I'll burn it off, I'll burn it off, you start to justify it. And what I came to realize, guys, you know, through this experience, I had this addiction around food. I was binge eating, you know, food for me, the relationship with food for me was different. It wasn't like I was hungry and I was going to eat, I was, I was, I was going to eat happy, sad, not hungry, hungry, bored, and especially during this COVID-19, right? If you're not too careful, brother, I'm telling you right now, you haven't ever experienced it, food is going to become comfort. Yeah, we're stuck at home. We can't really move, go places. So what's going to do? What's going to happen? You're going to eat. When you're bored, you're going to eat. You're going to work, come back, you're going to eat. And so what I came to realize is that I needed support, man. If this is an addiction, I need to attack it like it's an addiction and not attack it like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 just like, I, I don't know what, I know what I should be eating. I just couldn't make the right choices because I had this addiction around food. And then what I started to do, guys, is I started to reach out and I started to listen to personal development. Uh, this is where I, this is when I was introduced to podcasting. This is when I was introduced to Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins, Eric Thomas. You know these these personal development. They spoke about the importance of 
you know, who you surround yourself with is, is going to dictate your success in life. And what I realized is that I didn't really have that accountability. I didn't really have support. And because of my ego, I was doing it by myself. And this is when I started to reach out to mentors. This is when I started to invest. And I started to invest into coaching programs. I started to find what they call the one percenters out there. And I started to invest time. And I realized that these people out there, there were, there were different people out there. They weren't really seen within my circle. There were people out there. And because of the internet, I'm so grateful, had this different mindset. You know, it was like everything was a must for them. It wasn't just like shoulds. I realized like, I tried to do, I tried to lose weight with my brothers and that. And they were just kind of flexible, man. Like, I remember we planned it out. We're like, they're going to help me when back in 2016. I'm mean, going to go to the gym. Let's go to the gym. Let's go to the gym, right? We went good for about two weeks. And then after that, they just kind of went off and did their own thing. So it was not, the, I'm not saying that it's their fault. But what I'm saying is I need to find people that would support me along this journey. And what I came to realize is like for yourself right now, brother, if you struggle with binge and you're struggling with this addiction, urges around food, and you're struggling to make the right choices and you're seeing yourself losing weight, but then you put the weight back on as quicker than it takes for you to lose, then the number one tool that I applied to my journey is I started to surround myself with other brothers that are on the journey. This is the magic, guys. And this is when I created what I call the Real Man Brotherhood. I realized that I need to find other brothers out there, other married men out there that, that had this ambition, they were ambitious. It was like a must for them. It wasn't a should. And they were going to tell me the truth. They're not going to tell me what I want to hear. My brothers and that were telling me what I want to hear. I need someone to tell me, like, Felice, man, you need to lose the weight. Get your shit together, Brian. Let's go. Let's go. And as soon as I started to surround myself with people like that, brother, everything changed for me. I started to lose the weight consistently. I started to un- I get myself unstuck from all these BS excuses and stories. And that's what led me to gain the weight. So the question I have for you right now, brother, if you're struggling with binge eating right now, if you're struggling with making the right choices, eating choices, and you understand that, you know, you have addiction around food, you need to find people out there that are going to support you on this journey. Accountability. And I'm talking about accountability, not just once a, once a year, not just on the 1st of January, December 31st. I'm talking, I'm not just talking halfway through the year. I'm talking about every single day. That's what I've noticed in my journey that's created a massive change. It's constantly, you know, when there's days we have tough days, there's, there's brothers out there that are doing it. They get you motivated. But if you don't have the support, brother, unfortunately, you're going to stop. Now, one of the questions that people must say to me, why do I have to do with other married men? I've come to realize that there's a connection, there's a brotherhood. I asked myself this question, when was the last time I was in Shep? The last time I was in Shep when I was playing footy. I had brothers on the journey with me. We all had one vision, one goal. We all had this connection. We all wanted to be the best NRL player. We wanted to win the grand final. And then on top of that, we had a mentor, we had a coach. That's what led me to, you know, to be able to perform better. And that, that environment was what got me to be able to, um, you know, to improve in my footy game. And so we're applying that same concept into weight loss, guys. Like the question I have for you right now, who are you surrounding yourself with right now? Are they going 120? Do they believe in the same values? Do they believe in the same commitment? Do you guys have the same why? And it's very, very important to have the same why because you have a connection. Some of the brothers have shared with me things that they've never ever shared with their partner or with anyone because they feel connected. They don't feel like anyone's judging them. That's one thing. And then also it's the vision. We're all moving towards one, one, one journey. It's like, the reality is, if you're trying to lose in credit transformation, it's like you're trying to climb Mount Everest for the first time, and you've never climbed Mount Everest before. What's the likelihood of you succeeding? Yeah? But imagine if you were climbing someone that's been down that path, that's been able to climb it, and then you have other brothers along with you that are carrying a torch and a light, and that are supporting you every single day along the journey. Everything changes. Okay? So that's what I would exhort you to do. Look for people out there that are going 120. Look for people that are committed 
to, to the vision. The vision is the transformation, right? Surround yourself with them, guys. Find people that are going to tell you the truth, not sugarcoat the truth, tell you the truth, that believe in you, but want to see you better. And that's going to tell you, hey, bro, get your shit together and get going. All right? That is the number one uh, tool that I've applied to my journey to apply. Surround myself with like-minded brothers. Now, listen up. If you're a brother and you have more than 50, you know, 30, 40, 50 kilos to lose, and you've been thinking about joining my program and joining, seeing, seeing what I'm all about, DM me, guys, and I'll let you know what we can do moving forward. All right? Other than that, if you can, please share um, and leave a review. Um, other than that, guys, appreciate your time. Keep it 120, guys, and I'll chat to you guys soon.